What is going on, guys? Welcome to the New Age Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and I am just packing up my stuff here. I'm just finishing a good work day at the Atrium, which is basically like a co-work space here where I'm at. I'm renting a little spot out, which I love, which you might uh, might see some videos, like some Facebook Lives and stuff like that <laughs> with the barn board and the whiteboard. That's, uh, that's where I'm at. But anyway, what we're talking about today is price objections. And this is probably the most common objection that you're going to get is on price is I can't afford it. It's too expensive. And Before I even get into it, before I start telling stories and telling you some specifics about it, first and foremost, you need to understand that it's usually because you didn't do a good enough job establishing that gap and establishing their pain points. I mean, I use this example all the time, but I mean, I'm not going to go to the corner store and pick up some Advil if I'm not in pain first, if I don't have sore muscles first, regardless of what you think about Advil. I mean... I'm not just going to do that just willingly like, oh, I need to stock up on some Advil just in case I get sore muscles. Like, no, <laughs> I need the pain. I need the problem. And people aren't going to buy things that they don't know they need. Like you, you can't hop on a sales conversation and try to sell them your coaching if they legit don't even think they need it. And you need to establish that before the call and establish the gap before the call. But with that being said, price objections still do come up. And I understand sometimes things get in the way. You can't effectively establish that gap or some sort of communication isn't clear. Whatever it may be, it happens and price objections come up. And what you need to understand is that communication is everything here. Communication is everything here. And what you want to do is make sure that they know that they're voting with their dollars. And what they spend money on is what they value. So to tell you a little story, I think it was like last last January maybe. So like almost a full year ago today. Um, I remember I was on a sales call with a potential health fitness client. She was moving. She was like my perfect ideal type of client, busy corporate professional woman. Um, and she was moving from like, I forget where it was. It was more Northern California. She was moving from there to Nashville. Um, and we were on the call and, and we were going through it. Everything was good. Everything was going according to plan. And it was like, Almost before I could even say the price, she was like, she was telling me all of these excuses like, oh yeah, but I'm moving. So like things are really tight right now and I've got all these moving expenses and um, I'm not like things are really tight right now, but I do really want my health and fitness to get in line and blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like she was readying her excuse before I even said the price, which I thought was interesting. Um, But anyway, that was besides the point. And my offer at that point, because that was when I was very established in my health and fitness coaching career, um, I was charging 2.5K a month, not in total a month um, for my ideal types of clients. And my coaching program was very advanced and very specific and interactive and very hands-on, but I was very comfortable with that price. And that's when I was making uh, lots of money. But anyway, (laughs) with health and fitness coaching, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um, What I really needed to clearly communicate to her was this, because as soon as I said the price, boom, it came up like, oh yeah, I think it's really good, but like I'm moving and I've got these taxes and like expenses, blah, blah, blah. It was all bullshit. So what I told her is like, first of all, you got to agree. And I said, forget what her name was, but um, I think it was Karen. But I was like, yeah, Karen, you know what? Like, I totally understand. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, you're moving. That's a lot of stress. And, like, to to add health and fitness coaching on right away, I mean, it is a lot. It is a lot. I totally get that. But I also want you to know that you vote with your dollars. Like, you vote with your dollars. And what you really care about, you will spend money on. What you really care about, what you really want, you will spend money on. 
So the fact that you're not spending money on this coaching, even though you know it's for you, even though you know it will get you to where you want to go, and I told you how specific it is to you, what the guarantee money back guarantee is, and how it's going to get you to where you want to go in the next 12 weeks, the fact that you're still not signing up means that you don't really value it because you vote with your dollars. We all vote with, with our dollars. I vote with my dollars. You vote with the listener. You vote with his dollars. Everyone votes with their dollars. And I told her that. And I also told her a story about one of my other clients, Valerie. I've actually mentioned her a few times on this podcast. And I said that she was price objecting me as well at the very beginning. She was price objecting me. She didn't think she could afford it. And then when I told her the exact same thing I'm telling you, that you vote with your dollars and what you really value, you will spend money on. And she finally made that decision. She finally took that leap. She saw the best results that she's ever seen in her life. And like I talk about Valerie all the time because she's so, she's so near and dear to my heart. Like she's, she's a, She was a great client because she had a lot of emotional stuff going on and we fixed all of that. But she took action. She absolutely changed her life. She's changed her relationship with her husband. I'm not even kidding. She lost like 30 pounds of fat. She climbed Mount Whitney in California, even though she's scared of heights. That's a true story. Um, and like she overcame all of these fears and all of these limited beliefs and she got to where she wanted to go all because she took action. And you know what? She told me exactly what you're telling me right now. And she said she couldn't afford it but she took action anyway because she valued her health and fitness and she saw the best results of her life, for life. Like her entire life changed. So I'm telling my client this on the phone and it's starting to like process with her. She's starting to like understand. She's starting to agree and she finally took action. She signed on with me and she, same deal, exact same deal. She saw awesome results. And the reason why I was able to do that is because I was confident in my ability as, as a coach and she was my ideal type of client. Like, for example, guys, don't get me wrong. If she wasn't my ideal type of client, I would not have said that. Like, I would not have tried hard. I would not, in fact, I would have hung up and said, I'm not the coach for you because you need to make sure it's your ideal type of client. Like, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that you're talking to your ideal type of client because if you're not, get off the phone and refer them to someone else. Anyway, and it's also funny because I want, I want to tell you another story, and, the re, and this is also the reason why this client signed on with me, is I was at the mall. Me and Ashley live just outside of Toronto here in Ontario, um, and Ashley and I were at the mall. We were at like Mac or Sephora or like some sort of makeup company, and Ash was like just getting something really quick, and I went in the store with her. I usually never do. I usually go, <laughs> if you're a guy, you know what I mean. I usually go to like some other store and while Ash is doing like her girl stuff. But anyway, I went in the makeup store with her, and it was funny because there was these two like teenage girls that walked in. Like they they were definitely young. I don't know exactly how old were there they were, but they were definitely young. And they asked for help, and it was kind of like they were getting this starter kit, like this makeup starter kit. And and the clerk comes over, the girl who was working there comes over, is like, okay, yeah, so like you need these pencils, and like you need this and that, like, well. I mean, I, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what it was. I'm not going to try and pretend. But she was like, yeah, you need this stuff. You need that. You need that. And she, like, set them up on, on this kind of, like, starter kit, makeup starter kit. And then she said this, which I thought was so, so interesting. She was like, okay, girl, so you know that now you're going to have to start budgeting every single month for this makeup. Like, you're going to have to build it into your, your budget every single month. Now, like, this is this is who you are. Now this is who you are. And as soon as I heard that, like a light bulb went off. I was like, holy shit, like that, that sales woman, like she gets it. Like she gets it. 
the reason why she gets it, and like those girls were like, oh yeah, they're like shaking their heads, like, yep, totally, like I can't wait. The reason why she gets it was because she wasn't selling, she wasn't selling makeup. She was selling womanhood. And like, don't get me wrong, like I'm trying to tread lightly here, like, but it's almost like these girls, because they were young, they were, it was almost like a rite of passage, like buying that makeup into becoming a woman, like they were teenagers, right? And this sales clerk knew that. And it, what, they weren't just buying makeup. They were, they were stepping into growing up. They were stepping into becoming a woman. And she knew that. And she communicated that to them. And that's, that's worth the month, monthly expense because that's what those girls value right now. Those girls value looking mature. Those girls value like, like whatever their goals are, <laughs> looking hot for that boy or whatever it may be. And they're going to work that price into their monthly budget because that's like one of the most important things in their life right now. We vote and to bring this full circle, we vote with our dollars. That's a prime example with that. So you need to communicate that with your client. If they're giving you a price objection, be like, okay, no worries. I totally understand. But you know that you vote with your dollars. Like we all vote with our dollars. We all spend money on things that we value. And if you're not spending money on your health and fitness, it means that you don't really value your health and fitness. Let me ask you a question. Like, do you have kids? Yeah, I have kids. Okay. Like, how long do you want to be around for them? Like, how much quality time do you want to spend with them? Because the amount of money that you spend on your health and fitness is a direct correlation to that. And like, I know I'm getting a little bit deep here and opening up maybe a can of worms, but it's true. It's true. And not only that, guys, but like really understanding that's the identity shift that happens because yes, maybe you're spending $2,000 on a coaching program, but on a health and fitness coaching program, but you know what you're not spending money on now? Now you're not spending money on like health bills that are going to come up because you have some sort of health disease because you, sh- you were so out of shape or had a heart attack or whatever it may be. You're also, now that you're adopting the identity of someone who values their health and fitness now you're probably not going out as much for dinner now you're probably not going out as much on those like binge drinking nights and you're saving money that way as well so it's not necessarily that you're spending that money on me it's it's that you're you're just allocating resources differently (laughs) like honestly that's what it is like someone's not spending money on your coaching i don't view it as a spend i view it as an investment and you just need to help them understand how they can allocate their resources, their finances a little bit differently in order to work what you are going to provide for them in their budget. And guys, it's all about, it's just all about walking through it with them. Like honestly, if you, if you legitimately walk through it with them, I can almost guarantee like nine times out of 10, you'll help them understand that it's worth it. And the reason why I say that is because equally, I'll use the same example, nine times out of, out of 10, coaches just give up. Like if someone says like a price objection, coach will be like, oh, okay, uh, what if I give you half off? Oh, okay, so it doesn't work? Okay, uh, well, come back to me when it works better for you or come back to you when you can afford it. Like most coaches just give up. And I honestly, guys, I guarantee you, like I know it's uncomfortable and I know like it takes practice to kind of get that confidence to be able to do this. And your heart's going to probably be really beaten the first time you do it, but stay in that uncomfortability and challenge them. Challenge them with a few of the things that I just said on this podcast. Because I promise you like it, like you'll, you'll help them understand. You'll help them understand or come to a conclusion or offer a payment plan or whatever it may be, something that will help them make a decision. Because at the end of the day, that's what you need to do. Anyway, 
hope you enjoyed this podcast, guy. And even for me, I mean, I'll use my example too. <laughs> I don't know why, but like with my with my business coaching and the double or nothing guarantee, like I literally set it up in a way where it's it's almost not smart. Like if you want to grow your coaching business, you want to get uh, to whatever your goal is for your health and fitness coaching business, like it's almost not smart to not sign on with me because I offer the double or nothing guarantee. And it's like, if someone, if I have a sales conversation or someone still doesn't sign on with me, like even after I say all of this, then that tells me right then and there that you don't, you don't really want to have an impact on online. You don't really want to reach your goals and, and make whatever you want to make online. Like you don't really want it bad enough. Cause if you really wanted it bad enough, you would have taken me up on this offer. Cause it's a no brainer. Like why wouldn't you take an offer that is something that either that guarantees that you're going to at least double your investment. And if you don't, you get your principal back. Like there's literally zero risk. There's zero risk. And if you still don't take that up, I mean, it just shows that you weren't all in to begin with. And I should have done a better job pre-qualifying you because you wouldn't have been an, an ideal type of client. So I want people who want to go all in. I want people who will take action. And yeah, I, I mean, it all comes back to what I started this podcast with. Like you vote with your dollars. Like what you spend money on, you value. What you spend money on is what you focus on. It's how you, you live your life. And understanding that and communicating that, more importantly, when price objections come up is key. It's so key. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will see you in the next episode as always. Take care.